Hey there, Tennessee fans. Welcome to another episode of Tennessee Fan Talk, where your Vols are ranked 8th, 4-0, had a decent win <laughs> over last win week. Win. We're going to go over that uh, a little bit that uh, you know went on around the SEC and how we're going to do after the bye week in which we so desperately need. All that and more. This episode of Tennessee Fan Talk. Get on in here. Hey, Bulls fans. Welcome to Tennessee Fan Talk, the show that is by Tennessee fans for Tennessee fans and your source for hilarious weekly updates on everything volunteers. And now for the moment you've been waiting all week for, here is Brandon Bird and the Duke. Hey, guys. Welcome in. If you haven't already, look down below. Click that little subscribe for us. We would appreciate that. <laughs> little like, notify. You know when these things come out. They're not that dislike. many. We don't. We dislike. don't blow you up <laughs> with the dislike. Check out our social media wherever you are. We are. We are at TN Fan Talk. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All the same. Keep it easy. You know, why, why make things complicated? As always, you got the Duke over here with us. I'm back. <laughs> and returning special guest, the Florida guy whose name, which I, I didn't put on screen, but it is uh, Billy Napier has to go. <laughs> We have that's a quick one. We have Tito. I mean, welcome to Tennessee. You might as well be a Tennessee fan. Hey, I'm I'm on the bandwagon of how the hell he got the job in the first place. (laughs) I mean, who who else are you going to get? You didn't want Lane Kiffin. Bottom line, you didn't want. No, I wanted the Lane train to come. Hey, I wanted Kiffin. Uh, I can't speak for all Florida fans, but. I won the Lane Train. I mean, Lane Kiffin has the best hoodie I've ever seen. It says, transfer to the SIP. (laughs) It doesn't say come to the SIP. It says transfer (laughs) to the SIP. Hey, I will say this about Kiffin. I love watching the guy every week because he looks more and more like he's falling apart every week. He looks rough, rougher and rougher every week. He's just waiting for his stock and Jack Daniels to go up. Is that what you're saying? Exactly, exactly, yeah. He is hitting the sauce hard, and he is probably visiting the sorority houses. He's living life to the full. I mean, he, he's already got his backup plan after he quits coaching. He's just going to get into social media managing for somebody because he's like a he's plus, really plus troll it. on the planet. He I mean, is, he's good at that. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm saying this now. I think Lane Kiffin will be the next head coach at the University of Florida in the next couple of years. I think he should have been. They just they wasn't throwing up the money. Instead, they wanted to go to Sunbelt Billy, which brings me to a little text messaging over the weekend, guys. Just a little bit of a little bit of messaging. We get ones from Brad that's saying they're going to lose. <laughs> I do it on purpose. You're welcome. He's going to lose. And then at, then after that, uh, Luke and I get talking, and we talk about here, uh, local boys, MTSU, stomping Miami. And, um, Dude, that, that was a – I mean, that was a railroad bath. job. Three turnovers in the first seven minutes. I mean, it was insane. And First uh, time MTSU has ever beaten a ranked opponent. And they got paid to do it. Love it. So, love it. Love it. Love that's it. That's off to Middle so, Tennessee. So we're we're making fun of of Miami, of course. And he says, at least they don't have the dumbest coach in the country. What kind of dipshit goes for two? 
the third <laughs> and my response is that uh, easy a coach that looks like uh, an ex-con for stealing from a church communion plate <laughs> a little sunbelt billy and he said yeah he may actually be retarded <laughs> say that word you can't say that word hey it's the shoe fit it's, <laughs> I, mean. I am reading i'm physical look right here i'm physically you gotta give the quote reading. quotation marks co- so it's it's not in quote <laughs> Oh, I mean, he. I, I feel like him and Jeremy Prude are probably in the same Sunday school class. Uh, yeah, well, I'm sure they probably were in the same special ed classes together. I mean, <laughs> I think both them boys got a little touch. Butch, of the Joe, Butch Jones, the teacher. <laughs> but, but yeah, Butch is teaching them. Let me show you how to fold pizza boxes. Hi, my name is oh. Butch Jones, and I'm your uh, masonry two teacher. <laughs> we're going to show you how to lay bricks. Brick by brick. I mean, he might as well go to go into brick land because he sure as hell can't coach. Just... You, my, like I said, you, well, you. I mean, I think you're a closet Tennessee fan. <laughs> I think he's. I mean, we want. I mean, some people, some people want to fire Hopple day two before he even took a game. He's, and now he's like God. Tito's been in Nashville too long, and so he's. I see orange rubbing off on him all the time. Well, at least it ain't gold. <laughs> I asked him, yeah, asked him where his Notre Dame hat was. <laughs> I was talking about Vanderbilt, but anyway. <laughs> Saturday was a little cloudy but beautiful 72 degree day in which the uh, cardiologists were loving their upcoming appointments with everyone's blood pressure for the three hour and 49 minute game that went Pro tip. right official to pills, the wire. Official pills. Do what? I said I took a, I took a fish oil pill for the game. Pro tip: <laughs> still in fiber. You'll shit your guts out. Oops, excuse me, but it'll it'll lower your blood pressure. Go ahead and beep that one out. Go ahead and save it on the time. There. That's okay. I, I said one bad word. My bad. So they have a little trouble holding on to the ball. They do. Um, but let's let's bring up let's bring up some stats first, and then we'll talk some opinions here. Normal for them with their 27 uh, first downs. That's what that's what they averaged this year, 27, 28, right around in there. Total yards, 100 less, dead on the money, 100 less than last week uh, and, and not winning the yardage game, which is okay. Third down conversions, I like seeing that they were a little closer this time around, and, and Florida uh, just barely over 500 on that. Fourth down conversions... The number uh, dropped as far as the attempts. The uh, still, guys, after four games, we are still 100% in the red zone. That's impressive. That's just kicking university, baby. That's just always has been. Well, that we only so six for six, one of those was a field goal, all the rest were touchdowns. Fantastic. Pretty good. Fantastic. 227 yards on the ground. Both Florida and Tennessee had 42 attempts, where Florida only had 141 yards. Um, Our average per rush was 5.4 to Florida's 3.4. So you start to see a little bit of the pulling away right there. They did have 453 passing yards to Tennessee's 349. The attempts, and, and, you know, and you start hearing 
commentators going, it's Anthony Richardson's best day. He was 24 for 45 and an interception, where Hooker was 22 for 28, zero interceptions. Now I'm starting to get on the Hooker train. You've heard me talk about he's still having problems. He doesn't run as efficiently as they make it out to be. 22 for 28, zero is fantastic. And of those 227 rushing yards, 127 of them were his. Yeah, he had a great game. Yeah, Hooker, Hooker really did. I mean, he showed up. I mean, Richardson had a had a great game as well. Um, you know, both quarterbacks played really well during this game. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I, I think my biggest takeaway from the game is I really thought that Tennessee's biggest weakness was going to be their run defense, and Florida has – some three really good running backs. And I thought that they were going to be able to run the ball right down Tennessee's throat, but Tennessee committed to stopping the, stopping run, the run and they, and they forced that they forced Richardson to beat them. The, to, to pass. That, I mean, look at the attempts, 44 attempts. I mean, they, they forced him to pass the ball, which he knows one style of pass hard. He had some yeah, pretty good touch yeah. on a couple deep balls, especially that one on the fourth down play. Yes. But that was some touch, and that wasn't like a, a laser beam. I mean, tw- 20, 24 for 44, uh, that's that's not great. And he only ran, he only had 62 total uh, rushing yards himself. He led the team too, right? I think. He did lead the team. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, Florida gave up on the run pretty early in that game. Um, they, they just – I, I just don't understand. They kept trying to run right up the middle on Tennessee, and I didn't. Oh, under- Bill football. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just didn't understand it. I mean, they've they've got that jo- uh, Florida's got that Johnson kid who's got elite speed, and it's like you're you really didn't try to get him on the outside to try to make something happen. They just kept running the ball. Straight between the tackles, and Tennessee just Tennessee they does just, they don't give up a lot of runs around the outside. So I think it was a plan. If you look into previous games, even with Pitt, if they were able uh, offensive line able to open it up a hair, you usually can skirt right through the middle. The middle is Tennessee's weakness, uh, both especially with passing, as we all saw. And the middle is the weakness. Um, but they just couldn't do it. The offensive line. Couldn't do it and couldn't get a push. I mean, yeah, I think I Florida's I longest run was like that twelve-yard touchdown pass around when they shut off the, you know, on the when they were going around the right side. I don't know if that was in the second quarter or third, but I think that was the longest run. It was like third down. The, and, the longest uh, was fourteen yards from ETN. Yeah, it had to be. It had to be that touchdown run then. Yeah, yeah. I was I was really surprised that Tennessee was able to that they really stepped up and and you know commit they committed themselves to stopping the run here. And, that's what we talked Where, about last week. Is I uh, Tennessee's yeah. defense was is getting progressively better. Um, Where Richardson uh, and Florida, I thought, was able to do well is we saw Tennessee getting better about getting in the backfield and starting to improve on their sacks and tackles for loss, uh, which they did not do. They only had one sack for a four yard loss, and they only had four tackles behind the line for only eight 
yards, eight, nine yards, something like that. Uh, Florida did better. They had five for 19 yards and three sacks for 15 yards. So that's – they definitely were able to get in and pressure uh, and uh, get on Hooker more than Tennessee in on him. Yeah, and, you know, hats off to Hooker because – that he, that kid took a beating. He, I mean, he he, he he is. He took some serious shots, and I really didn't think that he was going to. I didn't think he was going to come back after halftime. And I and when then he, when he, he went in some, with the shoulder, yeah, yeah, you could tell that he was That's, hurt. Like he, was I mean, serious. he still ran at ninety nine yards down y'all time in before the game before the half was over. As, yeah, <laughs> he, he was you, he was hurt. You could tell by the look on his face that he was seriously hurt. You so, got to I mean, go. You got to go with the Bud with kid. the the Duke's line for Bud Kilmer. He went in the tent, you know, and uh, got his shot. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly <laughs> that is a he went in there and got his varsity blue shot and he's back. <laughs> you know, you know they they gave, they shot him up with some morphine, they put him back out there. Probably not morphine, and, that's probably not the right one, but <laughs> needle goes anywhere near him, I'm gonna rip your legs off and beat you with him. <laughs> <laughs> so Tennessee Skirting one off, uh, uh, just just barely. It it was hilarious. Cause I'm, I'm sitting there watching. There's there's no place like watching. Uh, at Nealon, of course, is great. Checker Nealon. Hey, we break the curse of Checker Nealon. I don't believe with in that crap. Orange for one and second. blah blah blah. If but you I, think that's crap, that like Peyton Manning should never be allowed on campus again. <laughs> if y'all believe in that crap, because I don't. Hey, it was out there, so we have to go with uh, the curses now. Broke. Start all over. Um, another great place to watch it is, uh, you know, Bellagio Sportsbook. <laughs> it was, and sit there and see all the uh, all the Where's gambling action around you. That's in Vegas. Were you in Vegas? Yes, I was. Oh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. Oh, hey, you want to go to Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, pretty awesome. It. Uh, and down to the wire, and I'm sitting there watching, and I go, "Watch this! They're gonna, they're gonna let them score. They're, they're playing back, trying to play a little deep, mm-hmm. you know, prevent defense. Gonna let them just troll in, and then they scored. And I said, "Watch this! I bet you they onside kick and get it." Yep, <laughs> it was a miraculous, that miraculous was a great play. The per- perfect play. I mean, look, luck is with Florida always. They're the luckiest well. freaking team alive. It bounces up and. It's fr- Shaq goes up and gets it. My heart was ready for having the most Tennessee football game of all time. I was ready to be Tennessee. I'm like, you know what? I'm 34 years old. It's happened for the last <laughs> half of my life. It's been this way. And I'm okay. Like, I have come to peace with it because you know that you know who you know who's really upset right now? Not just Florida fans. Kentucky fans, they're oh, mad because yeah. they're like, "Dang it, we have a good team for once." And who else is pretty good this year? The Vols. We can't get away from Kentucky. Get away. Mad. We're definitely going to talk about Kentucky. I would say Lee Corso's mad, but you know he's <laughs> he's about as bad as Joe Biden when it comes to talking on the mic. So he's not. But ESPN's mad. I mean, everybody hates Tennessee oh, because yeah. the like we have to be. At Luke would probably even agree. Top five most loyal fan bases. Oh yeah, and when yeah, we're good, yeah. we're all we're all we're always a holes. But when we're good, we're major a holes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And 
I mean, I, I wouldn't we, say we I around first but, base and throw the birds. You know? Yeah, quotation marks here. I wouldn't <laughs> say that we're like we are a we are much better than what we were supposed to be. I still wouldn't say we're good. We're still improving. I mean, I still think that Georgia blows the doors off of us. I think Bama might be a good game, but Bama wins. I, I, I think we we'll lose to Kentucky. I think still. Bama will be one of the best Bama games in a while. I mean, the the last good one is when we had Lane Kiffin as the coach. We got, we have to keep things healthy. Uh, really good. Uh, that uh, Brew McCoy, Br- Brew McCoy, hundred and two yards. Steal of the transfer portal for anybody, for every team, not just us, for anybody. Steal the transfer portal was Brew McCoy. It, it, it's not Bo Nix and Oregon guarantee, no, even no, though he no. played pretty well no, yesterday. No, no, five receptions, one hundred two yards. One of those being seventy yards and a touchdown. Um, Fantastic, fantastic for him to step up and and did everyone. You see his, step did you up. see his um his like his quote after the game? No, I can't. I mean, this is not verbatim, but it was something like he didn't know what he was getting himself into. But it's like the best decision he's ever made mm. is to come play UT, which that's you know obviously that's going to make us make the fan base feel good. Now whether he truly means it or not, I mean it feels like I, I mean I hear something like that. But if I was them too, I would try to pump up the fan base too. Did he have the you know last week he he kept having penalties as far as pushing off, uh, blocking uh, too early, holding you know he he had some problems last week and just where I was watching the game I couldn't really pay attention to that. But did he seem to have those problems this week or he get them fixed? I don't think our I don't think our receiving core got called for a single foul all game if I remember correctly. Is that right, Luke? I don't think we got uh, called for an off- offensive holding. Maybe once. No, I I, I think maybe once. Um, you that's, know, that's I, on the tight end though. If, the same if, dude if, that fumbled the ball. We had some serious penalties. Uh, to Florida was ten penalties for forty-seven yards. We only had six penalties, but it was for fifty yards. Your boy. Napier about stroked out on the sideline, and I don't know what Dude. he was so mad about. Like, what was he so like? Why was he so mad? I was like, like, like I was like, he, look he, at he that pro- Florida coach is just like the players. He probably kind of remind me of, of uh, Steve Spurrier. He probably he probably didn't even know. He was he, he probably he, he's he's probably mad about something. He probably thought that you know there was there was some play that should have been called that was perfectly legal, but he doesn't even know the rules. Because anybody that's stupid enough to go for two in the third quarter when there's no reason for whatsoever. <laughs> like, I can't remember what it was. We challenged something that was clearly like overturned, like reversible. And he just went nuclear. Goes flying out. Yeah. I don't like I don't even remember what it was about. I was like, what is this man doing? He's mad at what? I tell you what though, if if Tennessee fans if there's one person, if there's a group that they should be most thankful for, it has got to be Florida secondary. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there. I mean, Tennessee scored two touchdowns on completely blown coverage, where there was literally not a Florida defender within forty yards of a wide receiver, <laughs> I was and it's like 10, 15, 40. I mean, it's like how 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 does that happen? Like, I mean, 
you're sitting there and it's showing a wide open Tennessee receiver and that you don't even see a, bl- a blue jersey in the frame. Like they're, it's like, they're taking up a, a fifth of the field and there's not a blue jersey anywhere to be seen. And it's like, how does I can understand that happening once. Yeah, you know things get confu- things get confusing. Tennessee runs at fast tempo. I can understand it happening once, but it happened three different times, and two two of those times were for like seventy yard games. Yeah, that one wheel play at the end of the game. I was watching. I'm like, there is nobody within forty yards of this guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how 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 I just don't understand how and on a team that it's you know, a top 25-ranked team, how you can have that happen multiple times in a game. Well, because they shouldn't have been ranked top 25. We said last well, week, yeah, that, we said last week why they were sitting at 20. That's the uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You I got, still think you, they're you top 25 team. There. But, I still think they're top 25 team. But they, they finished fourth in the East. They might finish third. I tell you, They're not I, a top 25 team. This, this tells you how bad Florida secondary is. Trey Dean could not start for Middle Tennessee. And that kid has been starting at Florida in the secondary for three years. <laughs> like, that kid, I don't think he could well, That's get on your boy Dan to... Mullen, then. Oh, I, I don't understand how that guy keeps winding up on the field. And, you know, Florida used, used to have this long lineage of incredible DB. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was for 15 years. Even in their kind of down years, they still had an incredible safety and at least one corner that was a first-round draft pick. And now it, they, they, they have nothing. And that, that, a lot of that is true, Brad. That goes to Dan Mullen, his just piss-poor recruiting over the years. But I don't uh, know if your boy Napier is that much better of a recruiter. I don't think he is either. Like I, <laughs> I mean, there's like, like I heard, I heard the guys on the coverage talking about. It. He's like, he's just so cool, calm, and collective. He's even keeled. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, is this Sling Blade as a coach? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? That's. I, I mean, I'm I looking at this guy, and I'm like, is and he's Florida's head coach? I mean, well, the, how did he the get most, it? The most shocking thing to me is when he got hired. I was like, okay. You know they're they're gonna go with the little no name like a guy that's kind of like, like Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I thought well, you know, gonna, I thought they were gonna pay him like two million dollars a year. He's making the same amount of money as Lane Kiffin is. Mm. Like well, he turned him. I think we tried to get him right. Did we go? The Lord that? works in mysterious ways, but I think we tried to get him. Well, y'all can have him. <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we got. We just got to make sure we can pay Hypel, which we can. We better. I we mean, y'all, y'all can have him for oh, he, free. They, we don't even want any money for him. Y'all can have him for free. They, <laughs> they extended Hypel's contract to twenty twenty. That don't. That doesn't mean nothing. If somebody like Oklahoma comes in here, no, I'm just using. it. I know that's a bad example. That's right. But they offer him five million dollars a year. He's. I quit. He's. I mean, he can't. I don't think he can have a like a non-compete sign. I don't think you can sign a non-compete. Well, I guess Bush Jones did, right? Well, we fired him. 
Well, we, he just couldn't take another job without forfeiting, which is why he became uh, Nick Saban's coffee Intern. boy <laughs> for a couple of years. But, I mean, I don't think that Heupel can sign a non-compete. I don't think that's like – I mean, I guess it's negotiable. I mean, I've, I'm always worried about that kind of stuff going on. Um, increases his salary from $4 million to $5 million and includes raise for his staff. So he, he makes $5 million right now. Uh, a year or that's for the contract? Term? A year. Per year. Yeah, and Billy Napier is making $2 million or more than Heifel is. And so... Like. With, <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. With some more wins, they're going to have Well, we're to still paying Pruitt, too. <laughs> Well, not really. No, we're not. Still... no, he was fired with cause. You know what? He needs to sign a deal with McDonald's. Pruitt? <laughs> that would be fantastic marketing. <laughs> that... we're... Call it the Pruitt sack. On the... <laughs> <laughs> Pruitt sack. Before we go, I would like to say from the Duke myself, thank you so much. We have hit... Uh, over 30,000 views in our one year of YouTube, which I know is not crap. A lot of people... We're just do, a bunch of bums. A lot of We're people just a bunch do of that bums. per episode. We do this um, for fun. We just do this for fun. We we do appreciate that. Uh, that was actually a couple weeks ago, so we've we've gone uh, past that. But Luke's been a part of a lot of those, too. Luke's so th- been, so thanks from thanks, Luke, too. Thanks don't, from, don't forget thanks him. Thanks from Luke as well. If it wasn't for, uh, you know... Florida, Tennessee wouldn't be what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You know where we are. We are where you are <laughs> at TN Fan Talk. See you next week. Give me a V. Bring in Lane Kiffin to Florida. <laughs>